Welcome back, y'all, to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. So today, I am honored to have my ride or die, one or only wife, Natalie Granja, here helping me on this episode of the podcast. We have a recurring theme where we talk about glitches in the matrix. And we're using Reddit as a source of information because there's just a magnitude of stories that come out of there. And it's really great for us to read it and kind of talk about it. So today, how many stories do we have, Natalie? Well, I have one. And then uh, we'll kind of go from there depending on where we're at. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into the first story. Okay. So this one says, One of my patients didn't bleed doing something people usually bleed quite a bit. What? I'm a dentist and I do mostly extractions at the moment. I had a patient come in for one and got onto it. She looked normal, healthy, if anything, a bit timid, nothing out of the ordinary. During the procedure, I noticed something odd. Anesthesia is not nice, but she didn't even flinch. I don't know what that means. And it doesn't hurt per se, but everybody at least blinks or at most squints their eyes, but not her. She had absolutely no reaction to it at all. Oh, I think they're talking about the injections of anesthesia. Whenever they put them in. Some, but, right. I but was sometimes picturing... they don't do the injections, they do gas. Well, I guess in this case it'd be the injections. Okay. So odd, I thought, but carried on with it. And during the whole ordeal... She didn't react to anything else either. Doesn't hurt, but is quite an unpleasant experience. Took a while. I had to remove a bit of the bone to extract it, cut it in half and whatnot, but nothing out of the ordinary. When it was done, she got her prescription, quietly thanked me, and went on her way. What was then revealed when I was cleaning up the office and instruments that I noticed They had no blood on them at all. Nothing. Not a drop of blood. I don't know how I didn't notice that she didn't bleed while doing doing the procedure. The procedures involve quite a bit of blood, especially when you need to section the tooth to extract it. But she didn't bleed at all. Period. Super weird considering that and the fact that she had no reaction to the procedures whatsoever. It freaked me out a bit, and I decided to post it here. It happened two days ago. Okay, so what's really interesting about it is why is she saying there was no blood on the instruments? If she would have done the procedure, would she not have seen no blood? Well, that's the thing. The dentist didn't notice until after the patient left that there was no blood in, you know, in the procedure or on the instruments. See, that's really interesting, I guess, because you seem like in the moment you'd be like, oh, wow, there's no blood um, within it. But once again, it's so funny that we talk about glitches in the Matrix and we we still don't have one with really the deja vu theme, which is originally from the movie. So it's interesting we're not getting that. Well, I know, but I think at this point, Glitch in the Matrix has now evolved to just talk about something like odd or paranormal or out of the ordinary. 
in this case, you know, people in the comments are like, that was definitely an alien. An alien coming in to get... A tooth extraction. <laughs> well, you just never know. It could be like a hybrid alien or something like that. But the point is, who knows? What if the dentist was sort of like under some sort of, I don't know... Like spell? The spell or like the the client or the patient was maybe, you know, if we're going down the rabbit hole, could have been like putting some sort of projection like spell so that the person is sort of like in a trance and they don't realize it until the moment they leave and they're like wait a minute hmm. well what's really interesting is like it like kind of like a men in black live among us type situation exactly exactly that's that's exactly what people are saying in the comments um okay ready for the next one let's go back in the early 2000s i'm at my parents house checking the voicemail for the landline I hear a message that says it's from my house number and it's my voice saying my nickname knows I want some. They don't know none. They don't know none. Oh, that gave me chill bumps. That's weird. It still freaks me out to this day. I can't explain it. Wish I had recorded it or saved it, but just wondered if this has happened to anyone or if there's anything significant to that phrase that was said. So again... It says in parentheses, my nickname. So let's say it's like Nat, right? Nat knows I want some. They don't know none. They don't know none. Huh. It just sounds like a broken message. But if it was in your own voice, it'd be really, really That'd be so ominous. Weird. Especially if it's coming from your landline when you're checking your message elsewhere. Yeah, if you call in and check it. Unless it's like some weird, awkward thing that was recording when when you didn't know so to me that could be something potentially not so much out of the ordinary like just something where it was like an off recording maybe they weren't really paying attention and talking to somebody what are the comments saying um so this top comment says this reminds me so by the way this post was 12 days ago um so someone in the comment says this reminds me of that news channel that was live broadcasting the queen of england's death for a few minutes, there was static, and a woman said something like, she's not really dead, and that she can't suffice, but she can suffice, or something like that. It was totally weird. That's really creepy. And why does somebody have a landline at their house from... From the 90s, though. She's oh, she just posted... saying this story is from the 90s, okay. which she posted two days ago. Which, to me, this thing happen happens, it's a phenomenon where people believe something happened, and it's from so long ago, it's really hard to prove it. Like... There's like a whole process that happens. Yeah, but I don't know. It seems really specific. Then someone else says, oh, I know that queen, when the queen recently died, they said the quote was, the death is irreversible. The fact is she's trapped. And that's what it said, like, in the crackling. I'm sure it was in, like, a British accent, so it just made, like, no sense what they were talking about. But okay, that is so super this is freaking. kind of going into another, like, wormhole here. But um, or rabbit hole. But someone says the if you listen to the voice on the that that's talking about the broadcasting of the queen dying, mm -hmm. that the voice sounds like Princess Diana. Stop it! Let's pull Dead it up. Ass. Can we pull it up? Okay, let's see. Uh, Here is the recording right now. The death is irreversible, and the fact that she's trapped. as you can see. I mean, yeah, that's pretty spooky, but what is the... What is well, they... people in the comments are saying that's definitely Diana's voice. Really? Yes. Do we have a recording of Diana's voice? Um, 
Sure. Let's yeah. go ahead and pull one up. Here is a recording of Princess Diana talking. Or you were you became pregnant. What was your reaction when you learned that the child was a boy? Enormous relief. I felt the whole country was in labor with me. <laughs> and enormous relief, but I had to Okay, so those are the two voices. Very, very interesting. Do you hear any similarities between the two? I definitely hear similarities between the two. But what do you even think that, like, I mean, what do you think that could be? I honestly don't know. You know, there's so many different things that could happen whenever they are, whenever you're doing recordings. Are they transitioning over an audio? Are they picking something up? It's really hard to determine that, right? I mean, it's... And there's no way of, you could speculate it, but there's no way of really knowing what it was. Exactly. Especially because it has the word death in it. It's like that feels like it wasn't just some random words picked up from an interview or something. It was like she's speaking about death as the Queen of, uh, Queen of England is dead. Yeah. And that even said, you think about how much conspiracy. Okay. Super interesting. All right. We're going to go ahead and roll with another story. Story. What do you have, my dear? Okay, here is... This happened 24 years ago in the year 1999. I completely forgot about this incident until I read a Reddit post very similar to my own experience, and it jogged my memory. This will be a long story, but I would really appreciate your comments as to what actually happened that day. For those of you who read to the end, I thank you in advance. I was home from college for the summer visiting my family. One day, I asked my mom to borrow her car so I can go visit my friends who stayed at the dorm during summer vacation. She said I can have it, but I need to be home before 10 a.m. the next morning because she needs the car the next day. My college was about an hour drive from my house on a good day. Some friends of mine would make it in 45 minutes. The fastest driving time I had heard of was 35 minutes late at night. I got to my friend's house, our dorm residence, in the early evening, and we decided to drive down to the nearby casino, about a 30-minute drive, to pass the night. We were a group of five, two of my roommates, two other friends from our dorm, and I. We had a great time playing on the quarter slot machines, and once we were all tired, we were ready to leave, and we head to the lobby doors and realize it's early morning, around 5 a.m., and it's pouring rain. It was raining so hard we could barely see the first row of parked cars just in front of the lobby. We waited for about 30 minutes or so for the rain to slow to a drizzle so we can drive home and made the 30-minute drive without incident. When we go to the dorm, it was around 6 a.m. and the rain was pouring down again. So I resolved to wait it out as long as I could. I still had to return the car to my mom and I had at least an hour's drive if not longer due to the weather. When I left the dorm, it was 7 a.m. One of my roommates stayed up with me until I left, and we both noted the time as I was leaving. I got into my car a few minutes later and started driving towards the highway. I was really tired since we basically pulled an all-nighter at the casino, but I had to drive home to return the car to my mom. I told myself, I'll be fine. I cranked up the radio to my favorite station, lit a cigarette, opened the window for some fresh air, and so off I went. Again, please don't drive while tired. Within 10 minutes or so, as I'm driving on the highway, the rain starts pouring again. It was so bad I could barely see the wipers of my car. 
They were at the fastest setting and it was like they weren't doing anything. But the rain was kind of hypnotizing. The rhythm sort of started lulling me to sleep, but I didn't really notice. My blinks kept kept getting slower and slower. What happened next was in a span of about three to five seconds, not more. It's kind of hard to explain. I was awake one moment, sort of, and then my in the next, my consciousness wakes up to darkness. Kind of like when you wake up in the morning, but you haven't opened your eyes yet, and you're slowly starting to be aware of your surroundings, how comfortable and warm you are in your bed, etc. That's basically what happened. I'm aware of being awake, but it's dark. I don't even notice my eyes are closed. I'm comfortable, but I seem to be in a sitting position. My hands are holding on to something, but I'm not sure what it is exactly. I'm just really comfortable, and I don't want it to change. I kept thinking just five more minutes. I don't know for how long my eyes were actually closed. Suddenly, I hear a really loud crash, almost sounded like a clap, but unlike anything I ever heard before. It sounded like metal on metal, but I wasn't sure. It got me to open my eyes, and the first thing I notice is that I'm in my car, and all I see from my window is a wave of water heading toward my windshield really fast. When it hit the windshield of the car, it sounded like the glass should have broken from the impact. It was the loudest slap sound I had ever heard before or since. I'm in the momentary shock as I take in my surroundings. I'm still in my car driving perfectly straight in the leftmost lane. On my left, is a concrete barrier just a couple feet away. On my right, I was just overtaken by a huge 18-wheeler truck. This is what made the wave slap my windshield. Heart pounding, I rubbed my eyes and forced them open as far as they could go, determined to stay awake. I turned the music louder and opened the window to let the rain hit me in the face along with some much-needed fresh air. The entire time I was thinking, holy shit, I could have died. I probably should have died. Then another thought, what the fuck, was the first loud crash I heard. That time elapsed between the first and second clap was about one second. Me hearing the loud clap, opening my eyes to a wave that crashes to the window with another, but different sounding loud clap. But this wasn't the craziest part yet. Since the rain was very strong, I wasn't driving more than 50 to 60 kilometers, as opposed to the usual 100 kilometers this means that the trip should have taken twice as long as it this means that the trip should have taken twice as long as it normally would i figured i should be home by 9 a.m at the latest the rest of the drive was uneventful and i made it to my building drove into the very large garage and all the way in the back to my parents parking spot then i walked back around to the elevators by the entrance and took the elevators to the 19th floor walked down a long hallway to my apartment, went into my room, and crashed on the bed. Right before I passed out from fatigue and probably shock, I remembered to send my roommate a text message to let her know I made it home safely. I was so tired, I didn't even check what time it was. I just crashed. I woke up to a bunch of messages from my roommate. I don't remember them verbatim, but they were something like, what? No way. You must be joking. Where are you? Hello? How did you get home so fast? No way you're already home. Are you okay? 
it takes me a while to figure out what's she's what she's talking about while remembering my harrowing journey from the morning because it was when I noticed the time of the text that I had sent her before I went to sleep. It was showing 7.20 a.m. There is no way that it's possible to travel around 90 kilometers in a span of 20 minutes in a rainstorm where you can't even see the lanes on the road or even the hood of your car while trying desperately not to fall asleep and apparently failing at it. I don't know what to make of this. After reading a whole bunch of the other stories on subreddit, I'm pretty sure it may have been either a case of quantum immortality or a glitch in the matrix. However, ever since that day, I've been experiencing all kinds of paranormal phenomena through the years. I'm pretty sure this was the catalyst event to them all. Well, all except for one. I'll tell you about that in another post if requested. Very interesting story, but I just want to address the elephant in the room. Clearly, this lady has a gambling problem. (laughs) If she is staying up all night to gamble and then be like, I got to get my cigarettes and then drive 90 kilometers. To me in itself, it's like, you could have been sleep deprived. Obviously, the time is interesting, or me, but it's like, why? Well, to clarify here, it was. Well, the real point of the story here is that she left her house at 7 a.m., got to her parents' house at 7.20, when it should have taken her two hours mm-hmm. to get there. Mm-hmm. So, how did she get there in 20 minutes? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it's, it's probably one of the more interesting stories we've heard. Because she's indicating proof of like a transitional moment. And the proof being the fact that time potentially was manipulated. And if time was manipulated, you know, how did it happen? So that one's super interesting. You can't really articulate that unless she knew for a fact what time she left the casino and had proof of that as well. Well, I guess the other thing here is what she is implying is that she died. Correct. Then she had a moment where she died. And her story kind of reminded me of Mothman and how there was like a weird thing in the movie where there was like a Mothman and like a 13 and like this weird kind of moment like oh, that. Oh, yeah, and like all was, the rain. There and... was rain involved too. Yeah, so yeah, it kind of yeah. felt like that. I could definitely, yeah, she did a good job at painting the picture because I could, I could, like, if you've ever driven through a, so a much rainstorm. rain, you can't even see like an inch in front of you. Like, I could totally see that, you know? And yeah, for sure, you're driving so much slower. I just wish she would have articulated if she won anything at the casino. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Quantum immortality. That is what she is, is, is saying. So if, you, if you're not familiar, quantum immortality is the idea that when you die, you wake up in another timeline. Mm-hmm. And so you never actually reach whatever this heaven concept is or in between lives. You just literally wake up in and another timeline going, where you didn't going. die. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I think that kind of sums up for us tonight. Natalie, thank you so much for reading. Always love your presence on the show, everything you provide, and you have such an amazing reading voice. Oh, my gosh. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, why did you get that voice? What voice? You kind of got the groggly, like, I got sexy voice right now. <laughs> I guess because I was, like, shy. I don't know. I wish you would have kind of read that story in your country person impression. 
my country. Well, were you like, let me get my Diet Coke and cigarettes? Let me get my Diet Coke and cigarettes. There's no way it's possible to travel 90 miles in Spain 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. We'll leave you with that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Natalie, where can they find you? Natalie Granja underscore on Instagram or Oracle Unfiltered on Spotify. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow. So we're actually back because as we were putting um, everything up, Natalie, I was actually caught a point in the story where the woman says she actually text messaged, but the story was from 24 years ago. In 1999. Back in 1999. So how was somebody? Well, here's the thing. In the message, because I thought, well, all right, maybe it was like an AOL text or an email or something. And then I go back and I read it and it says, I... I sent my roommate a text message before crashing. So how was she sending text messages in 1999? I don't know, but it's something to really keep in mind when you read these stories. There's like these weird little things. It's like, is somebody messing? Because it's on Reddit, it's open dialogue. But anyways, just wanted to add that up as we close out. Any other strange findings in that Reddit post? Um... Do you have any of the comments or anything being said? I mean, no, other than some people just talking about the quantum immortality, while others also saying, wait a minute, 24 years ago was 1999? I refuse to believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All righty. Well, I think we're closing out. Do you have anything else to add? Okay, that's it. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.